Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Positively Me. I hope you're all well. I hope you're having an amazing start of your week. I suspect this will be quite a long episode. I've tried to keep my other episodes not too crazy long because for those of you who maybe don't have the most longest attention span, (laughs) maybe that's a bit better for you, but I don't feel like I can squeeze this into a shorter episode, to be honest. I've just got so much to talk about. I thought we'd just talk all about my eating disorder journey, as I know a lot of you guys followed me from that um and still struggle now and that's completely normal and completely okay but I just thought we'd talk all about like my journey with it how I think it started the symptoms I got my recovery journey how I'm doing now just everything like that to be honest so I do just want to put in like a big fat big trigger warning because I do talk about my experience in quite a lot of depth I just I really don't want to trigger anybody and I do go quite in depth in what triggered me and I don't want that to trigger you guys so please 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 if things like that do bother you please just don't listen to this podcast because I'm just trying to be as completely open and honest with you but I do not want to make anything worse for anybody so please do bear that in mind I love you bye let's just get straight on into it as a child I would literally always eat just so many foods I didn't know anything about calories I didn't think anything about the way that I looked I didn't think anything like that like I mean I think I said on one of my on my first episode I'd literally wake up every single day without fail with for school and I'd eat two triple chocolate muffins and a whole pack of Maryland cookies and then I'd go to school have a mid-morning snack have lunch whatever they're having and like pile up on that like a big homemade cook school dinner and then as soon as I'd get in the car I'd have like my mum would bring me like chocolate bar and crisps and then I'd get home and have more of that um until dinner and then I'd eat like a big dinner like it would be like fried chips and chicken and peas or something um and then I'd always have dessert like I never even thought about it that's just genuinely just what I'd eat every single day and wouldn't even think like that that's a lot of food or that oh I shouldn't be eating this type of food or anything and I was also really athletic as well like I was always doing sports as a child and obviously as a child let's just put some emphasis on that you you know I was just a little girl and so I, I did just have really like an athletic build Um, And I also do think that I was slightly, like, complimented for having that sort of build. And I kind of was, like, rewarded for, like, being super athletic. And, like, subconsciously, without realising at the time, I was being praised slightly just for, like, the way that I look. Do you know what I mean? Even though I wasn't doing anything to make myself look that way, if that makes any sense. And then, you know, obviously, naturally, as you grow up and you hit puberty your weight just increases I mean that is just a very 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 normal thing that everybody goes through like that is just life and what happens as you grow up so I think I probably got to about 
14 and I think that's where I noticed the biggest change like starting my period growing boobs getting taller just getting like hips and like it was really odd to me because all my life I'd just been this tiny human like it like it's it was really odd and that was just like so what's the word so foreign to me and I don't think I liked that and I think as that came with it I became more of a teenager I became more hormonal I became more like not as interested in doing all the sports so like you know naturally I wasn't being as athletic as well in in that sense I was more interested in going out with my friends and like going to parties and that sort of thing so I think that was like two things at once if that makes any sense because I didn't like what I saw and it would really upset me and I think like I wasn't even big like genuinely I look back and I remember thinking like oh my god I'm so fat like I remember thinking that but genuinely I was so tiny and I can't believe I ever thought that I was so big like it's actually like like laughable I I genuinely don't even comprehend how I thought that that was like big it's crazy but yeah for some reason I always thought like oh but only a couple of years ago I looked like this but that was because you know I hadn't hit puberty I was still a child like technically as a child until you hit puberty and then you start changing into your like your woman body you're then growing into yourself but I was always striving for this body that I literally had as a child which obviously is so unachievable. I can't put my finger on exactly why I wanted you know that slimmer body from when I changed and like was getting a more you know like just growing into my woman body. I do know that my parents have always been a very much like an all or nothing sort of diet when I was child, when I was a child, and that, you know, that is absolutely no dig at them, like, that is just, like, life, and how people are, like, like, they're just, like, another victim of being brainwashed into thinking that's what you have to do, and, like, that's, you know, that's just what people think's right, and what's the right thing to do, and stuff, and, like, I've never been mad at them for that, but, yeah, definitely growing up, like, that definitely did have, like, a big influence on me, because I thought, oh, like, you know, growing up around your parents, you just believe and do and think the same as what your parents do because that's just what you're told is right. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not going to say, like, who, um, but I remember I was just eating a chocolate bar, like, walking around the house, not even thinking anything of it. And someone said, oh, you got to be careful eating that chocolate bar because if you keep eating them, they're going to make you fat. And then I'm like, oh. And I just remember that comment, and I will never forget that comment. And it really, really, really stuck with me. And I remember just thinking, like, maybe I do need to be more careful about all these snacks I'm eating. Like, if I eat too many chocolate bars, it is going to make me fat. Which is obviously ridiculous, like, so stupid. But that comment just was something that I really think triggered my brain into thinking a different sort of way, in a way, if that makes any sense. And then I do also remember this guy that I was with we broke up for like a month or so and then when I got back with him and saw him for the first time he made a comment and was like oh you've been putting on some chub while we've been away and I and I never even thought anything about my weight the way that I look like I never even thought that and so then to come back to see him for the first time after like a month and him to say that to me that really stuck with me I was like so in shock I, I think I genuinely didn't even know what to say like I was just a little bit speechless and like oh my god things like that really stick like I think when you actually really care for someone because I really cared for him and I really wanted to like impress him and think I like looked good and like you know ticked all those boxes or whatever and for him to then say that to me, I was like, oh my God, what the hell? So yeah, I think then you're like, oh, well, I need to cut back on weight if he wants to fancy me. Like, And that's just like how our young impressionable brains work. Like it is. And it's so sad that that is what it's come to, but it literally just is. So, and also, you know, start like being on social media, you are just seeing a lot of like, women that you know are posing in the mirror trying to make their tummies look really slim and like getting all the angles and I do think like it does just naturally rub off on you and you just learn that that is what looks good like that is what is right and that's what to strive for 
so I took that to the extreme and I was like I'm gonna get that body and I'm like I don't understand how but anyway it started with just like a really innocent diet I think I just started going on random little diets I'd start by not letting myself have snacks so I'd go into the drawer and be like no you're not allowed a snack and then I think it got to the point like I'd weigh myself every morning Uh, to begin with it genuinely was like a really innocent diet like I obviously never thought I was gonna get to where I did but I think once you start this sort of like mindset it's so incredibly difficult to get out of it and as somebody like me it's so easy to just keep wanting more and never be satisfied and I'm sure there's so many people that have a similar sort of brain to me that with will think like that like it's never good enough or you're never satisfied and you always want more like maybe that's a little bit of like a perfectionism and that maybe triggers like having an unhealthy relationship with eating and food and your body and etc I think I probably I I remember I remember I have memories on my snapchat I'm like oh I've lost this much weight in three weeks and I'd be like buzzing and I'd be like so excited I think then because when you first start losing weight and it will drop off you quite quickly after like a couple of weeks whatever it will start to slow down and then I'm like oh my god what's going on this is really good that I'm losing all this weight and then I'm like okay I need to cut back even more and that's so common and then I'll start having less at lunchtime and then the same things happen I'm like oh my weight isn't coming off me as easy what the hell like I don't know why my brain is so silly and why it doesn't realize well yeah obviously that's the case obviously that's gonna happen (laughs) but at the same time at the same time I didn't need to lose any weight in the first place but in this situation what should have been the right thing to do is realized I have lost more than enough weight in the first couple of weeks like I don't even know why I carried on going. I mean, I don't even know why I started, but all I'm saying is if it genuinely was just like an innocent diet at the start and I just did it for like a month and I was really healthy about it and I just cut out a couple of things here and there and I wasn't craving it or whatever, I was just like being disciplined. That could have so easily just been a healthy diet that I just did and then it was left, you know? But no, I was like, oh wow this is really good like this is this is what people praise like you need to keep losing weight that's like a that's a good thing that was just stapled into my head that that's good like that's the right thing to do so yeah I was gradually just cutting out more and more foods and then I'd start going to school with no breakfast and it would just then become ridiculous because then you get so so fixated on calories because you will literally subconsciously know every single calorie and every single food and you know I would go on a diet and then I'd probably go off a diet for a couple of weeks and then I'd go back onto it and then I'd go off it and on it and it would just be really yo-yo and like the reason that would happen is because you're not having a balance like I'd be very much all or nothing like just like what I've been taught sort of growing up if you know what I mean and obviously that's not going to be realistic and achievable to like maintain a lifestyle like that like everything needs to be balanced yeah I then actually remember I would have cheat days which I'm literally doing that thing with my fingers like the quotation things because I just think cheat days are the most ridiculous thing ever honestly I really do um and then I think that just has such negative connotations with food like why are you because on my cheat days I'd have like you know loads and loads of chocolate I'd go out for fast food and then that's putting a bad name on that food and I'm calling that then like all my treats or my naughty food or like my bad food like the food I'm not allowed to eat in the week do you know what I mean so it's just literally setting myself up to feel like shit basically (laughs) but yeah I think I then started doing like six days a week I'd eat like way too little and then I'd be like but it's okay because on Saturday I'm gonna eat crazy and I'm just gonna eat whatever I want and I, I just think that's so stupid I really, really do. I think going into lockdown is probably where it all went, like, 
too much I'd say it's really hard looking back to even think about all the timelines it really is so I'm probably going to talk about everything in such a random order but I'll try and do it in the most chronological order that I can think it was definitely in the last couple of months of my school years I was getting to the point where I was like trying to cut out more and more food and I was trying to just like make the excuse that like I was just so busy with revision for my GCSEs and stuff and like obviously that is never an excuse like you've always got time and there's always there's always time in the day to like use for food because that is literally a necessity but I'd always try and be like oh well I can't I've just got to have like a really low calorie bar on the way you know what I mean um and I remember I re- like please trigger warning like serious trigger warning I'd like get home and then just have like one of those like low calorie brownies for dinner and I'm like oh it literally makes me so angry so angry to think about like how was I doing that like that is just ridiculous I'd literally live off those brownies and the low calorie popcorn I just remember so clearly it's so dumb um and obviously I was using the fitness pal like my fitness pal and I would just bloody love that thing that was like my soulmate at the time until I didn't need any more because I literally knew the calories anyway I remember I would literally be it would be in lockdown and I'd be so bloody starving that I'm sure so many guys of you so many of you guys will relate to this I'd literally just sit there and watch every single video I could find on YouTube of people eating a lot of food. So whether that was like man versus food, women versus food, 10,000 calorie challenge, 20,000 calories in one sitting or whatever crazy challenges these people were doing, you best believe that I had watched every single one of them. Every single one of those videos, I lived for that shit. Seeing people eating like chocolate and cakes and burgers and pizza and and just demolishing it. I was like mesmerized that these people allowed themselves to do that. And I was like, I really, really, really wanna do that. Like so bad, I wanted that more than anything. But I'd be so hungry that I'd just be thinking about food constantly in the day that my mind wasn't on anything else. That the only way to sort of feel as though I was satiating that craving was to watch people eat was to constantly cook I'm not even joking literally would be in my kitchen I had a baking Instagram account I started like selling bait stuff that I'd bake because that was another phase of mine um but yeah I'd constantly be in the kitchen baking until like 1am I would make breakfast lunch and dinner for everyone in my house and there's like five people in my house um I'd be constantly like rearranging the fridge looking at food looking at the macros and the intake like the calories and everything that goes into the food looking at different recipes constantly constantly cooking and baking and thinking about food looking at different sort of food like it's just crazy how is my life and mind just revolved around food it's so draining even like thinking about it honestly a big point for me that I think really set something off for everyone is I went to Wales with a couple of my friends um and it was with one of my friends like parents and their family and then like a couple of their friends as well like it was quite a lot of us and it was really fun but I think obviously spending time with my friends I'd you know I'd meet them out for lunch or I'd meet them out for dinner now and again and so they'd see me eat a really big meal because I would class those meals I'd go out as like my cheat that would not mean I was consistently eating like that it would mean I'd make that a huge deal that I was going out to eat that meal if that makes any sense and then I'd go and I'd eat like oh sorry and I'd eat this big ass meal because I was bloody starving And it still wouldn't satiate me. Like, I'd have this huge meal and I'd still be absolutely ravenous and could have eaten that another, like, 50 times, genuinely. But, yeah, they'd see me on, you know, a couple of hours every few days eating this big-ass meal and they think, oh, she's just got really fast metabolism. Like, yeah, she's tiny, but she's just... She eats loads. Like, I always see her. She eats, like, these burgers and fries and fish and chips and stuff. Yeah, that wasn't the case. So I think when I actually went away with them for a few days, they could actually, like, see my eating habits. And that was something I was really nervous about. Um, Yeah, I really didn't want that. But I also feel like I used 
that trip as an excuse to eat less because you know I could be like oh I can do I can distract my mind from food this trip I can I'm gonna be you know if I was just at home all day my mind's on food 24 7 anyway at the time but if I'm just at home in my room it's so easy just to want to go down and get food whereas if I'm in a house with all these people that you know I'm not super close with and just my couple of my friends I'm like oh well I'll socialize it I'm socializing all day I don't want to go and like take it take food out of someone's kitchen like I can like make these excuses to myself that my brain is distracted and so that means I shouldn't eat and stuff and I just know that like my friend's mum really picked up on it and um she kept asking me to like eat and she said like we were doing a lot of activities and we were going like abseiling and doing loads of fun stuff and she kept saying like you know you really need to eat you're going to be using all this energy and she's so right like she was completely right and I knew she was right but I just didn't want to eat and I just I kept like I really hate it because I never want to like let people down or like be rude to people but I just kept saying like I just don't want it like I just don't want it and I think like she had me a few things but it was like so stressful when she was but I know she was only doing it from like to be so kind and helpful and like I'm I, mean, I am so grateful that she did that but you know I think just with the mindset I was in that was super stressful because I knew I was just gonna make myself not eat that if you know what I mean and I think I lied a few times about what I ate which is really bad but yeah when I was there I like messaged mum being like mum I'm really stressed out like everyone's trying to make me eat they're really being concerned and I was like blah 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 and I don't think I'd ever really gone to mum that like my food was an issue like she knew that I was like dieting but she never knew that it was like actually stressful for me to like go against eating little if that makes any sense so I think from that trip that then did make her quite like oh god that's actually like quite bad like you know that's not normal to be scared and stressed to eat like an apple or something so I think that sort of like clicked something for her yeah I remember like when I did get to my lower weight and I do just want to clarify like you can be any weight and still have an eating disorder like any eating disorder like you're so um you're just as important and if you go to the doctors and they're like no you're fine because you're a healthy weight or because you're overweight you need to lose weight or whatever like honestly ignore them I promise you like please go to someone like specialized because they are the most like no average GPs are like the most triggering people ever but anyway yeah I just want to say your feelings are validated and you are sick enough to recover it's a mental illness but yeah I just wanted to clarify that so yeah when I got to my lower weights I remember like what would fuel me on a lot is knowing my health was deteriorating and I think that is quite a common thing no in fact I know it is but I don't understand why like I'm striving for health now I feel like I just wanted to know my health was deteriorating because then I knew what I was doing was working in the most horrible way like what a weird thing to think but yeah I think like I remember my mum would tell me that she can like see my spine and 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 she'd be like that is just ridiculous like you need to eat and I would just love that I would love I would be like oh my god that is like epic which is so wrong I'm I'm so sorry like please click off this if this is really triggering I really don't I'm just trying to be like completely open and honest about absolutely everything I remember she was like once trying to make me eat this apple because she realized I hadn't eaten in a while and I was just like having a tantrum I was like no I'm not eating it and I was like why why can't I just not eat it she was like it's only an apple and I'm like exactly it's only an apple so why do I need to eat it blah, blah, blah. and it's like so stressful like oh my god like just eat the bloody damn apple gal <laughs> I'm saying that now obviously I know it's so 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 difficult like I'm just kind of using humor right now but I do completely understand uh, I think that was the first time we sort of like had a, like a little argument over food and that's when you could tell it was getting bad because it was bothering me so much so in the weirdest weirdest way having the eating disorder was absolutely awful let me tell you that it was absolutely awful but in my experience the recovery the beginning of recovery was even worse than just having the eating disorder and I think that is very understandable because 
you're challenging yourself. You're challenging what you've taught yourself to feel and how to be and how to live. So it is difficult and like recovery is, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, the best thing in the world you could ever do and ever set yourself the challenge for, like in the world, like in your whole entire existence, if there's one thing you should do, it should work on recovery. Like I just promise you that. But yeah, it was it was hell in there. Recovery was not the vibe. It really, really, really wasn't. Like, to begin with, it was just absolute hell. Like, and I do think, like, yeah, that can be very daunting to go into, but it also is the reality. Um, but short term, horrible. Long term, bloody amazing. Like, couldn't be any better. Yeah, something that I think I remember I used to always try and start my own recovery and I'd be like because I knew it was ridiculous because every every day every week whatever I was just gradually and gradually eating less and less food um because again like your body gets used to a certain amount of food and then I would think okay now I need to cut off more food so that I can lose more weight and then once my body would get used to that food I'd do it again and it's just like a vicious cycle so I think there was this one time I was trying to increase my calories a little bit like you know I'm sure you guys have heard of it like reverse diet um so you just slowly increase and gradually so your body then gets used to a weight without increasing no your body gets used to an amount of food without increasing weight um because I think the goal was I wanted to eat all this amazing food with while maintaining this underweight tiny body one day I just went into my mum's room and I asked if she'd take me to McDonald's and she was like oh Brooke no not today like come on you should have asked me before because obviously she had to drive me and that just like really triggered me because I'd planned all night before all morning I was gonna have this exact meal at McDonald's at this time and that's gonna get me this many calories blah 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 and although obviously I don't agree with planning like what you're going to eat, I agree with just like eating intuitively and eating what feels good in the moment and etc. Um, for me, that was my plan and that is still very stressful to me to this day. Like it is just very stressful. But my mum didn't know that. Like she just thought she wouldn't think anything of it. Like if you haven't experienced it yourself you and you hadn't experienced anyone around you to be like that, you're not going to think anything of it. Like completely understandable. And so I think I just got really upset and I was like, but but that's just what I've planned and like, and now you saying that, saying that we can't go makes you feel like now we, I shouldn't have a McDonald's and that it's the wrong thing to do and that McDonald's is wrong and da And that's just how it would make me feel. I think we just had a big open and honest conversation and I just explained exactly how I was feeling with it all and how I am genuinely fed up with feeling like my brain is just consumed with food and planning my day around the food and like living my life like that like it was just honestly just ridiculous there would be times before that multiple times where I would try and you know reverse diet on my own or recover on my own but I never would like I'd always just fall straight back into cutting back again and restricting and restricting and so I think I knew that this the first step into this was opening up and explaining this and telling my mum because I knew that if I didn't I'd just carry on not doing it like I'd tell myself I'm gonna and then not do it so I think like opening up and explaining that to mum just held me accountable and literally left no room to not do it so that was like a really tricky thing but I knew that that's like what I needed to do because once it's out then it's almost like I'm held accountable do you know what I mean so what we agreed on which I assure you I did not want to do like I it was just something that now because it was out in the open it was like I had to my mum would not let it not happen if that makes any sense we decided on reverse dieting um but actually making it worse work this time and this is where the major struggles started so just trigger warning gonna mention calories here guys i think i worked up about 50 calories a week to begin with and although that would take me a while to actually get up to eating anywhere near what i needed to eat for my body it was a start and I think that's the most important thing and there was no way in hell that I could have gone from eating the amount of food I was eating to going to 
to go into what my body needs like no way I could have done that big bigger jump so I think eating these gradual small increments even though it was a horrible experience was definitely the right thing to do because it made me it made me gradually get used to having a slightly more amount of food and that is something that I would recommend to people I definitely don't think you should gradually increase slightly and slightly and then stop and then be like okay I'm gonna eat here but like I do think that if you do want to go all in and you're scared and like if you guys don't know what all in is I'll like explain it all later but it's basically where you just eat whatever you mentally want and physically want and you literally just eat like absolutely everything and anything and it's like the most amazing thing in the world honestly it makes me excited even thinking about it all in was like the best thing I could have ever done but I couldn't have gone from what I was eating to all in like I do think that I did need to do this gradual reverse diet to work my way up like eating more food than what I was used to so then it didn't feel like as big as a jump when I did go all in if that makes any sense um and don't get me wrong it was a big jump when I went from this reverse diet to all in but it just got me used to eating a bit more food but yeah I think this reverse diet is where my OCD really came through and was like hey babe I'd increase my calories weekly and I'd literally it was so incredibly stressful oh my god I'd try and get away with like less calories than what we'd agreed so it would be like 11 p.m and then my mum would be like oh Brooke um I think you've got a couple hundred calories left haven't you and I'd be like dying because I thought oh god if I could get away with this then she hasn't said anything and then I can go to bed and like got away with not eating but then my ED brain is like oh well you can't eat past a certain time so the fact that she'd say it so late would then make me feel like now I have to eat at like 11pm which my ED brain was like big big absolutely no no so I kind of shot myself in the foot there but once my mum would say it then I couldn't get around it I'd be like no but it's too late now I don't want to eat it I just completely forgot obviously I didn't forget but then she'd be like okay well that's what we've agreed so go and get yourself a snack so I do that and it would never be as easy as just go and get yourself a snack it would be I swear to god it would be 10 chocolate bars in front of me and we hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. He would sit there for literally minimum minimum an hour, two hours maybe, and every single time I had to choose what to eat, I would have a crazy panic attack crazy one it was just horrible it was dreadful honestly waking up in the morning to just another day of choosing what to eat and challenging myself it was incredibly draining incredibly draining and I know that that is so off-putting for people that are wanting to go into recovery but it is worth it it is it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do and I've been through quite a lot in my lifetime guys (laughs) And that was the hardest thing, honestly, to wake up, to know I've got to wake up and go and choose what to have to breakfast, to know that I'm going to have anxiety all day and not just a little bubbling anxiety. It was like, it felt as though I was having a panic attack from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep. Like, it was so intense. I would, like, rip out my hair, throw things. I kicked the bin and broke it. I'd smash plates. I'd, like poke my eyeballs into my head I'd like bite myself I would like scream at the top of my voice like scream yeah it wasn't the vibe and obviously like my mum was the one that went through this the most with me so she was the one that had to deal with all this and obviously that's absolutely horrible and there's no right way to deal with it like there really isn't nothing would have helped me so she did amazing (laughs) yeah I'm really appreciative that mum stuck by me and like it kind of made her insane as well but 
you wouldn't expect any different. I mean, I was literally a monster. It was genuinely like I had some sort of monster inside me. Um, and it would be so horrible because I love my mum and I'd always want to be so lovely to her and that isn't me, like, inside. I am, like, genuinely a really kind person and I would genuinely just be, like, this monster to her and it wasn't ever, like, at her. It would be at the situation, but obviously my mum was there, so it would be, like, she's in the wrong because I'd be screaming at her, like, what's going on in my head. So, yeah, it's horrible to think about and I am really grateful for what she did, but... In my head, there was always, like, a right, like, it always felt like I should have, like, a right or wrong, like, what's right to do, no, like, what's right to eat, what's wrong to eat, why should I eat this, like, I needed to, like, almost have, like, a full-blown essay on why I should eat something, and then it would almost be, like, my mum's job to, like, explain that to me, but I couldn't tell her what to say, because then it wouldn't be right, so my mum would have to kind of guess, and then she wouldn't say the right things, and then it would just, honestly, like, OCD was just wild it was wild um I remember we'd go to McDonald's because McDonald's was kind of like a comfort not a comfort food like a safe food for me in a weird way and I don't know I think it was because I'd go there and I knew what I was gonna have it was really weird really weird but yeah that was just like a safe food for me and we'd go and I'd have OCD about you know if I'm gonna eat it's got to be worth it why am I eating this many calories if it's not even going to be worth it like it's got to be perfect to me so that's something that I challenge now as well but yeah I'd go and I'd get the the fries and they wouldn't and I they wouldn't be like fresh like they wouldn't be like boiling out of like out of the fryer so then we'd go around and say hi these aren't fresh can we get these fresh please and I know that's a bit extra but I couldn't help it and then they'd bring out more and they wouldn't be right. And we'd go back and say, hi, um, can we get these fresh, please? And we'd literally ask them like six times on so many occasions. Because I was just, that's just me. Like, I just had to. Like, there was no way I could eat them if they weren't right. And like, I remember every time we'd go, it would be such a big thing because we'd be like, oh, God. We'd like be sat there waiting for me to eat my first fry, being like, oh, God, is it going to be good or not? So I think on a few occasions, we tried to, like, just make it not a big deal. And, like, we'd go and, like, if the chips weren't right, oh, we're just going to go send them back. Like, that's fine. We're just going to send them back and then wait until they are good. Like, there's no biggie with that. Instead of making it like, oh, God, this is so stressful. Like, they're not right. This is a sign that I shouldn't eat them. Like, that sort of thing, you know? God, my, my jaw is hurting from talking for so long. <laughs> I'm just going to quickly say most of the symptoms that I can think of that I had because of an eating disorder. Just because I do feel like eating disorders are very glamorised and they 100% should not be because they are like literally like the worst thing ever. Yeah, I just don't... I really, really, really do not think... Eating disorders just aren't pretty, Okay. There's no two ways about it. They are an awful illness, okay? And I really just want to get that across. So, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I would go to sleep thinking of food, like what I was going to eat, when I was going to eat it, the calories, if that's the right thing. I would literally be falling asleep thinking about food. Like, it's just on my brain constantly. I had no energy at all. No energy. I literally would, like, it would feel like I need a nap after just standing up for, like, two seconds. I couldn't poo. I went through a phase where I didn't poo for two weeks, which is very unhealthy. I was absolutely freezing. And I actually put this one in capital letters when I wrote this down. Absolutely freezing. I was OMG. I can't even explain. I'd be in a pub, like a pub eating my dinner or whatever. And I would be like I'm in Antarctica. It was incredible how freezing I was. I didn't even realise that was, like, even a thing. Like, I knew people would get cold, but I was, like... It was, like, didn't matter how much I was wrapped up. I was freezing on the inside, you know? Hair loss. I was rude and snappy constantly. Had no motivation for anything. It was an achievement if I'd eaten less than what my body needs to function, which is just awful. I had no period for, like, two years, which is really awful because that can prevent you from having babies um and make you infertile yep same thing we get at brooke but yeah that was that was a big thing for me i think that actually did was one of the reasons i did want to recover because although i didn't want my health to be right i knew that i wanted babies and that was something that was really important to me oh it's making me emotional oh god what the hell <sighs> yeah anyway okay so, um, 
I would have insane bloating to the point that it would hurt from eating like like a chocolate bar or something. I would be constantly dizzy. Like when I stand up or something, I'd just be so dizzy. I literally forgot what hunger was, like genuinely. And that you might think that's a good thing if you're in the same mindset that I was in. But it was made it even harder for me to choose what, like choose when to eat. It made it hard for me to like justify eating because I did, never felt like I was hungry, even though all these symptoms is because I was starving, but my body had just forgotten what it was like to like have a meal and then a few hours later want another meal because it hadn't had that in such a long time, if you know what I mean. I had a headache literally 24-7. I had constant guilt. I was drained because there was nothing else on my mind. Nothing. I did not think about one other thing in life other than food and what my body looks like and how I'm going to make, how I'm going to go about my day when it comes to food and everything was about food. I'm not even joking. Um, I'd have a breakdown when choosing what to eat, like I just explained. I'd constantly crave food. I'd literally like just be sat there like with someone I'd be like, oh my god, I'd die for an Oreo milkshake. Oh my god. And then they'd be like, oh cool. And then like carry on talking about something else. I'd be like, no, but doesn't that sound so good? And I want them to like indulge with me. Like I was like that weirdo that just, I don't know, but I'd constantly be like that. I'd be like, oh my god, I'd die for some dirty fries right now. Like I'd just be like drooling over food um but I wouldn't let myself eat it like I'd look at it but I'd never let myself eat it I'd wake up late as late as possible to avoid thinking of food I try and feed people so like everyone in my family I was constantly like do you want this this sounds so good you should have this like do you want and then I'd be like I'll make it like oh try this you should try this like I'd always want people to eat around me but I wouldn't want to eat myself I think it was like almost like a comfort thing in a way because it's like oh well if they can do it like it's okay I don't know I don't know it would like sort of satiate something somehow I don't know how to describe it I subconsciously knew every single calorie and everything which was really hard for when I was getting into like my all-in recovery because I knew I was eating a shit ton of calories basically and that was like so scary I wouldn't drink water because it would make me bloat like I was that concerned about the way my tummy looked but I do just also want to say I know that like a lot of people drink more water to like stop themselves from eating and stuff which is so silly water is never ever 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 gonna satiate any needs of your body when it comes to food like every single one of these that I'm talking about is so wrong and I really 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 want you guys to know that and I always get just get random bruises like my body was just like trying to get help it was literally screaming for help and I was like haha let's keep making this happen I actually got a therapist I did I really 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 didn't want a therapist I didn't at all but um my mum made me she tried to make me for months and I wouldn't do it but she finally made me <laughs> and I think I basically just had no choice but um yeah I really didn't like her she really invalidated me it was not the vibe it really really was not good basically it was at the point I'd been all in for a few months no not all in sorry I'd been in my reverse dieting recovery stage for a few months and because I was eating a certain amount of calories which was nowhere near enough nowhere near enough she was like, oh no, you don't have an eating disorder. And I was so triggered. I didn't want to have an eating disorder. Like, I didn't. It just completely invalidated me. It hit me way harder than what I ever would have thought. And I think because my mum was so clueless to it all, she would trust a qualified therapist. That I think she helped someone that my mum knew that had an eating disorder. So she thought like, oh, she knows loads about it and stuff. So obviously she's going to trust her, like, she's gonna trust her word and so when she said that my mum was like oh she was like that's a that's a weight off my shoulders like oh what a relief that she doesn't have an eating disorder what a relief and I was like oh my god what the fuck <laughs> like what what yes I do I knew I did I knew I had an eating disorder and I was like so in shock that because I was eating a certain amount of food she's like yeah you don't have an eating disorder i'm like bitch do you realize how fucking hard it is for me to eat this amount of food like oh god it really is even triggering me now like i genuinely can't even believe that 
completely invalid it took me a while to get to the point where I was like yeah I think I have an eating disorder I think I do to like actually say that out loud and not be like look make it seem like I'm like looking for attention or whatever or like that I'm ill or whatever and he made me fill out this form actually I might even have the form on my bloody laptop now I might even have the form if I do I'm gonna read out some of these questions and I answered completely honestly on them Oh, for some reason, it's saying I need to upgrade my laptop to open it. I literally answered it so honestly. And it's because because I went to McDonald's. That was it. Like, because she was like, no, like, you go to McDonald's and, like, you know, you're eating a pikelet in the morning. And I'm like, is, is she serious? I genuinely couldn't believe it. I was so in shock that, like, that's, like, what? Anyway, so after that, I, I was quiet with my mum and I, I didn't want to say like that she invalidated me and that I know that I have an eating disorder and all this because I didn't want to like I didn't want to make it seem like I'm like over exaggerating and that's how it did make me feel and I didn't want to be like she says I don't but I do so like still treat me like that I don't know I didn't want to but I was a bit quiet and then I was just like mum it's really made me feel really invalidated I'm not gonna lie because I'm really struggling and I really do feel like I do have an eating disorder and she's made me feel like that I don't have an issue in that because I'm eating this much I'm okay but I want to eat more and like do you know what I mean anyway she bloody costs like 120 pound per session as well (laughs) she did not help me at all she was very much like by the book like that kind of vibe like oh well if you go on a walk in the morning you'll feel so much better like it's just it's just a fact that if you go on a walk everything will be okay like and I'm like oh my god really triggering that people think you can go on a walk and just be okay (laughs) like what yes I completely agree get outside have the outdoors but that doesn't just bloody cure my mental illness what the hell something else is I didn't message anyone even my bestest friend I didn't message her like I was really 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 not a good friend through this stage and it is understandable like I am giving myself the credit for that like it's completely okay what I did but yeah, I didn't maintain any friendships at all. There was absolutely no way I had any motivation to pick up my phone and send a message. I was genuinely just thinking about food and I had no motivation to send any messages or arrange any meetups or anything like that. There was not none of that going on. No friends involved here, guys. I did have a really best friend though and she was absolutely amazing. But yeah, we'll talk about her in a minute. So after my invalidating therapist... I then actually went to CAMS, which was, again, another argument. I didn't want to go to CAMS. I heard so many things about CAMS, about how triggering they are, and I was like, this is not the vibe. I do not want to do this. I do not want to go. Like, I don't want to get better. I want to keep getting skinnier and unhealthy, and, like, that was just my goal. But I got forced, and I did, and so I went. Basically, this asked me loads of questions, and I remember I went for the first time, and I was just really moody with them, and I was like... I basically was just saying like no I'm not getting better like I'm not doing it I'm not doing what you ask of me I'm not doing it (laughs) basically and so what they then were doing is telling me that I'm they're going to put me on a meal plan and that would be like I think it was like I can't remember what the calories were so I don't want to say in case I'm lying but yeah they were going to put me on a meal plan where I'd eat breakfast snack lunch snack dinner snack I think and I there was absolutely no way with my OCD brain that I could deal with that for some people that could be amazing that they might feel like a weight lifted off their shoulder that they don't have to think about what they're going to eat but for me no way Jose was I gonna wake up and fancy and fancy a bacon sandwich but on my meal plan it says toast so I'm not allowed a bacon sandwich no way couldn't do that absolutely no way my brain would have been like so you're increasing your calories and you're actually eating and you're not even eating what you want? That was my thought process. I was like, how am I going to be, like, timesing what I'm eating right now by, like, five and not even eating what I want? Like, that was just, that was not going to happen to me. There was no way. Um, so I was like, no, I, I'm not going to eat more. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not gaining weight. And so they basically told me that if I didn't do it, they were going to send me to like a mental home not what what are they called sorry a mental ward not a home I think it might be mental home I don't know mental ward isn't it and I that really got me scared like I'm 
a baby at heart. I like being in my bed. I didn't want to have this connotation with being like mentally ill, which is absolutely nothing wrong with being mentally ill. And like, as you guys know, I'm completely honest with that. But I almost felt like if I went to a mental ward, it would just make me worse. I really did. I felt like being surrounded with other people with like-minded minds and just being there having this connotation that I'm ill and being treated like I'm ill. I just had this mindset that like that it was just going to make me worse. I don't know. So I basically had no choice but to just eat more. So basically I went back And I had been watching Stephanie Buttermore for the longest time ever. She was like my saving grace. She was like a queen. Who was the other girl? No, there was another girl that I absolutely loved. What was her name? All in recovery. Let's have a look. I need to find her because she was so good. No, I can't find her. I feel like her name starts with a K. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember her name. But if I remember, if I find out, I'm going to put it in the description of this podcast because she helped me a lot as well and I remember she went from being like really underweight to then overweight to then finding a middle ground and that wasn't because then she went on a diet or tried to eat less it's just that your body regulates so it like puffs up and it like it like holds on to it because it's like oh my god I'm so used to being restricted and she's eating all this now but she's gonna stop and she's gonna like starve me again so your body goes into like survival mode and holds on to it and like is just in shock basically and then and then gets used to it and it realizes that she's not gonna just randomly start starving me again so I can I can become healthy and in between so yeah um anyway if you guys know who I'm talking about please message me so I can edit my description and tell you guys because she was so good but yeah I I knew all about All In I had seen All In and All In was not even a big thing it really wasn't just because I'd watched every single video under the sun to do with food I knew about All In And I knew that if I was going to get better, that is what I was doing. All in was the way for me. Um, So I just was like... So basically, we were having weekly sessions at camps. And we went home, very emotional. Didn't want to talk about it. Didn't want to. Too stressful. And I carried on watching these all in videos. And I was like, I do not want to go to a mental ward. I do not want to go on a meal plan. Do I just bite the bullet and go all in it was probably like four days before we had the appointment and when I next went they were going to do a weighing because they do weigh in every appointment and I was just like ah that is the scariest thing ever like first time I've actually ever considered it if that makes any sense and my friend was with me at mine and I think it was actually during lockdown like the the one that was like three weeks because my friend stayed at mine um for three weeks during the lockdown Um, like she did it with me and I think I just said like shall I just do it shall I just go all in and it was like so scary to say out loud but I just like bit the bullet and she was like yes oh my god 100% and I just went downstairs to my mum and dad and I went and I explained and I was like shall I shall I do it shall I go all in and I explained everything and I was like because why am I going to be eating their meal plan when it's going to stress me out and I want to eat what I want to eat because I get so worried about what I'm going to eat in the day and I just went all in. I I really, really explained to them before. I was like, please do not think that I am being greedy. I was just like, please do not think that I'm being disgusting. Please do not judge me. Please do not think any bad things about this. Like I said, basically my body is going to probably want crazy amounts of food and that is because I'm making up for all past restriction for like the last however many years and I am going to be eating a lot of food I'm going to be eating more than everybody but please just don't make me feel a certain way about it and support me because I am making up for past restriction and this is and I am going to be eating absolutely everything and anything inside and whatever my body is asking for I'm just going to do it like I'm just going to do it and so yeah I did it uh on that exact day in that exact moment I went into my cupboard and I got a you know the big bars of marvelous creation and I sat there and ate it like it was a small chocolate bar and I ate it and ate it and ate it which was crazy because during my reverse dieting stage I was literally weighing a cube of chocolate down to like the eighth of it like I would literally cut the cube of chocolate into like 
a sixth just so I can have that sixth of chocolate because that little sixth of chocolate meant everything to me every but like I didn't want to like go over my calories either by eating the whole cube of chocolate so like to sit there and eat a whole big bar of marvelous creation was crazy to me it was crazy but just giving yourself that permission that you are allowed to listen to yourself and it's okay to do this and you're doing it for the right reasons set yourself the right reasons which for me was like just getting my life back literally that was it and I was over feeling like that and two days before that when I was at CAMS I was like no there's no way I'm doing this blah 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 blah. but I knew I had no other option in the most weird way so I kind of got cornered into it but it just worked it worked I did it every day on that day we then went to Mackey's and I got about a meal for five on the car on the way back I was eating share bags of chocolate. Then, about half an hour later, I went to Domino's, got the biggest order ever. I was just eating and eating and eating, and I was living for it. And let me tell you, like, obviously I'm speaking like that, but it was really, really difficult, and I did need lots of reassurance. Like, someone that helped me the absolute most was my friend that was living with me, and I can genuinely never thank her enough for, like, everything she did for me. Like... It just helped me a lot because obviously I was eating so much and I was eating so much more than everyone else. She would literally like eat loads with me to make me feel better about it. Like I remember, I think she put on like, I think she said she put on like a stone in the three weeks she was with me. (laughs) But like she did that just so that, like she didn't want to eat all that food. Like she really didn't. And like she wasn't eating as much as me. But if I wanted something and she could tell I was anxious, she was like, it's okay, I'll get I'll get this as well. And like, it was just really sweet. Oh, it's making me emotional. What the hell? Oh, ignore me. Okay. Um, yeah, so that definitely did help a lot. I think it really does help. So if you have someone that does that for you, like that's just incredible. And I'm really happy you have someone like that in your life. Definitely helped. But it was difficult because it was so out of the normal. And I just wasn't in that mindset but it was the best thing I could have ever 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 wanted and I just thought that like oh my god am I gonna literally want to eat like this for the rest of my life because that's how it felt genuinely up until quite recently I think I went all in in January two years ago I went all in and I was eating like a crazy lady for about for about five months I'd say on on the first like three months I was eating at least 10,000 calories a day like I was eating like consistently that much and like I just felt like that was going to last forever I was like I cannot consistently eat this much food for the rest of my life like that is awful and in the moment it does feel like you are going to carry on eating that much but you don't like that's not how it works your body physically cannot do that every single day for the rest of your life and now I eat like a normal like amount of food because my body doesn't think that I'm going to starve it again my body knows that I'm going to eat what my brain and tummy wants you know it it knows I'm listening to it because I'm like in a healthy in between I'm like balanced I listen to myself I don't ignore my mind I don't restrict so my body knows that it doesn't have to be like oh I need this I need this I need this because it's not making up for anything anymore and it's not scared it's going to go back into that restriction um but it does take a long time to get to this and like please don't think that even if it takes a year that you've been eating 10,000 calories every single day and that you're going to be eating like that for the rest of your life because you won't that's not how it works like it will take a long time it might take you two weeks or it might take you like genuinely 20 years but however amount of time you spend on your recovery will be so worth it. I'm still in recovery now, like I still get very stressed out about food, but honestly, it's such a small percentage of my brain. It uses such a small percentage of my brain now than what it was. Honestly, I can't even explain like it's it's just so much better and I think that's the main thing. Anyway, that's really stressed because I thought I'm going to go back to cams in a few days time. They're going to think, oh my God, who is this obese woman? And I went in and I and I just explained like I really really didn't want to go on your meal plan and this is why and so I've went all in and they never heard of all in and I explained all in and they thought it was a bit weird I think but they were like okay well let's weigh you and I'd put on weight and that was horrible 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 but I just kept reminding myself I was like that's it now you've just got to commit you've got to gotta gotta commit like you've just got to I feel like you've almost got to set yourself reasons why and what you'll gain from it 
which is your mental health will get so much better, you'll get so much more energy, you'll be more confident, you'll have closer relationships with people, you'll grow as a person, you'll experience life, you'll have food freedom, you'll be able to think about more than just food, like it is just literally like the best thing you could ever do if you're struggling with food, honestly. Um, Yeah, so they were reluctant to allow the all in, but I think because they saw that I gained weight, they were like, okay, well, I trust you. And then I just kept going back every week and I was gaining more and more weight. And I think they were like, okay, you can stop now sort of thing. But I didn't, I just kept going because my brain was telling me to. My brain was starving. My tummy was so full it could throw up. I would eat to the point where I would literally feel like I'm genuinely gonna be sick. But my brain was still like, oh, but you know those crunchy rocks that are downstairs, that share bag of crunchy rocks. And I'd just be like, okay, yes, brain, I hear you. And you've just got to listen to what your brain's saying because if you're like, oh my God, I'm so physically full. But if you're still sat there thinking of food, you still want food, I promise you that now. I would think, oh my God, I've eaten like 5,000 calories this morning. I There's no way my body wants more than that. But my brain is still thinking about the fact that I want food. And until my brain is free of food, I keep eating like that. And then there comes the point where you're so full physically and mentally that then you can actually enjoy your day and not have to think about it. It's an incredible feeling. It really is. Because then you'll like actually experience what life is like not thinking about craving food and not thinking about restricting and stuff. It's great. But yeah, Cam's also put me on antidepressants because I think they could just tell that I was very, very low and it was really affecting me. Everything was. So yeah, I'm actually off them now. I came off them about six months ago. I think I'm doing okay. I'm dealing with it all right, girlies, so that's good. But um, yeah, Cam, I remember Cam said that they were really shocked because um, when I first went, they were like certain, they were like, you were gonna be a really hard one. They said like, oh, you were gonna be like a really hard one we had to deal with. Like we could see there was no way you were gonna be okay with gaining weight and eating more food and stuff. And they said they were really shocked by me that I, like just jump straight into that so yeah they were really proud of me I had really nice ladies actually they were really lovely um I know lots of people have bad experiences but I I was actually really lucky with it I think it was quite nice hearing that when they said like they thought it was gonna be really difficult but I actually shocked them <laughs> I think I quite like that actually thinking of it but yeah I think I remember as well like I just wanted the reassurance that I was doing it for the right reasons I think the main reason for me was getting my mental health back that was a really, really huge thing for me. I kept saying, I'm not going to do this unless my mental health gets better. I'd constantly watch videos, search on Google, like, if I if I recover, will I um, get better mental health? Like, that was my thing. I really just wanted better mental health. I didn't want to gain weight, but I just wanted mental health. And that, to me, was the main thing. And that's, you know, what is very, very important. But yeah, I think I was just so drained and fed up of feeling the way that I did that... I knew that there wasn't, I couldn't have lived my life like that. Like there was just no way I could have lived my life feeling that mentally ill. Um, So that was a huge reason that I had, like I just had to, I had to make the difference because I would have just not been a human. I genuinely would have just been like this thing that was alive but not living and just dreading every single second of every single day, which I was, and that is not a way to live. You're you're not living if you're doing that, you know? Um, Something else I want to add is when I got really into my peak of my ED, I sent documents to like my friend and my dad and people that just didn't understand and I like watched videos that I thought I related to so much and that like their mindset is just the same as me and like how I was feeling and I sent documents that like explained everything because if you haven't had someone in your life that had gone through this or you haven't yourself then you're literally going to have absolutely no idea how they're feeling or why they're feeling that way or how to deal with it so I found it really difficult to explain things myself so I just sent documents for them to read and watch videos and stuff and they did and that was really lovely. Uh, Yeah the next thing is I just want to say that because you are physically healthy doesn't mean you're mentally healthy and don't be mad at yourself that you're like I'm a healthy weight now why aren't I? Why aren't I recovered? Like why do I still feel like this? Like why do I still feel like this? Like I've gained all this weight I've eaten all this food and I'm still not feeling right but it takes time and it's life is a lesson and just because you might have gained however much weight does not mean that you're expected to then just be okay like it's not that easy 
And remember that a lot of people assume that just because you look a certain way that that means that you are okay with food now. But just keep in your mind that I'm there on your shoulder telling you, like, your feelings are still valid. It's still okay to feel like this. Like, you're still struggling. You are validated just because you may look a lot healthier now, you know. And since then, I've had up and downs. I go through phases where I'm like, oh, God, I do look a bit hefty. Like, I do need to, like, restrict. I do need to go to the gym more, blah, blah, blah. That was probably more like last year, like this time last year that I was going through that sort of phase where I was like, oh, well, if I can't change my body with food, I'm going to change my body with the gym. And I'd go to the gym like twice a day and I'd try and become like that gym girl sort of thing. And I think a lot of people come out of their eating disorder and find a way to change their body by going to the gym rather than using food as a way to change it. Um, And I definitely was falling into that, but you just got to remind yourself constantly that your body you're so much more than your body and your life does not need to be revolved about around your body like work on your personality work on going out and experiencing things and looking at gorgeous scenery and doing things that you think like child you would enjoy like go and do fun things you don't need to think oh I haven't been to the gym today oh my god my body's going to change like your body isn't everything it really the way that it looks is the least important thing about you and I can promise you that and you'll find someone that loves you for you and you've just got to learn to love yourself the way that you are because you only get one body and it does so much for you every single day and I can assure you that you're so beautiful on the inside and out and you've just got to embrace that and if people have something to say about that then good for them they're not a real one who cares what they think you're living your own life your own journey you've got to do what you've got to do but yeah I'm feeling so much more like I've got a healthy relationship with myself with my food with the gym with my body um just everyday day to life day to day to life day to day life yeah anyway I hope you guys are doing amazing and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast um I absolutely love you guys so much this was a really one that I was like looking forward to do and I knew it was going to be like a really important one so I hope that you've enjoyed it and you've hopefully gained something from it But yeah, uh, I believe in you. Stay strong, stay positive. I've got lots of um, YouTube videos up from a couple of years ago from when I was going through my all-in. If you want to go watch those, the all-in videos are the ones that probably help people the most. If you want to go watch those, just watch me eat loads of food and show you that it's okay that you can too. But yeah, I hope you're having the most amazing week. I love you so much and I shall see you in my next episode. Bye, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 